time for another edition of Football Bloody Hell. show tonight, we've got Mr. Rick Hyatt, Amy Hopper, that's me, Paul Thorpe, Hello Tommy White, and Hilda Pryor. So I hope you're all set for another session of Football Banter. with football bloody hell. Right, well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of football bloody hell. And I'd like to welcome all our guests tonight. We have got, first of all, Mr. Paul Thorpe. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, everyone. And uh, lovely to be here. Uh, we've got Mr. Tom White. Evening, everyone. Welcome, Tommy. And Mr. Rick Hyatt is here. Evening. Did you enjoy your trek across the Exmoor or wherever it was? Uh, yeah, managed to finish it in time to uh, start my journey towards Wembley Way. So oh, it's all right. Jolly good. And talking of Wembley Way, i got this for you today, just as a sort of change of scenery, if I can get it to work. We're the boys in Just to prove that there is absolutely no bias on this programme whatsoever. So, good evening, boys. You still there? Yeah, still there. Good, good, good. Mm -hmm. good. Um, well, we tend to start the programme these days with something about Yeovil, and I suppose whilst we're uh, still in the season, albeit only just, we ought to start with Yeovil. Um, I didn't go. Um, I don't know who did go, but it sounded to me as though all this talk about, well, we've got our pride to show for and what have you, it was uh, a kind of a bit of a false dawn, wasn't it? Thorpey, do you know much about the game? Did you go? No, unfortunately, I was a um, family ado, but um, I heard it was pretty dour. Uh, uh, the comments I got back were um, the usual ones really trying hard. The rest of them might as well not bother turning up. Yeah. So. That was basically what the, the fans thought of it. You know, and the same old names have come up. So, you know, we don't need to name them again. Uh, that would really, really try to play and and uh, do their bit. And um, unfortunately, it seems to be a bit of a culture there at the moment. The rest of them have a bit of has been. But it's, um, you know, and comments comments like it's the worst Yeovil side they've ever seen. and So it's disappointing, really, because, you know, being a... A ex-player there and 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 uh, now fan of the football club. It's um, it's a really sad, sad time for everybody involved. I think to see the way it's being run. If I'm honest. Well, the fact of the matter is, it's not really being run, is it? That's the point. Well, and that that's the problem, isn't it? You mm. know, um, you know, I've I've even heard 
things today, which which we'll wait to see whether they're true or not. I don't want to air them because it may not be true, and you know I don't I don't like rumours as much as anybody else. So, but if it is if it is right, then it, again it's nothing short of a disgrace. I mean the club somebody needs to get hold of the club, you know, and take it in the right direction. You yeah. know whether that be, you know, listen if the, if the the consortium that are taking it over can't get it over the line, please step aside and let somebody else who's going to come in with the right intentions and take the club forward because, you know, if we're not at rock bottom now, we're going to some dark, deep places and I don't want us to be another Berry, really. And uh, Because, you know, whilst the club is stagnant, it's also an expensive toy to run, you know, and we don't want to see that, uh, you know, the famous football club go go to the ground. And, of course, the, uh, the rent becomes payable, I think I'm writing, saying in May, the first week of May. So, um, I mean, that's presumably going to be a bit of a watershed moment because somebody, I don't know who, is going to have to put their hand in their pocket to pay the rent. Um, whether that's exactly. Mr. Priestnell or whether SU Glovers will still be forking out or not, I, I, I don't really understand. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't understand business that well when it gets to those sort of levels, but it does seem rather bizarre that you've got a a couple of guys that are pouring money into the football club and it's not theirs yet. Uh, and, you know, do, are they going to get their money back if the, if the deal falls flat? I don't know. I mean, it's it's just a bizarre set of circumstances. Tommy, we haven't sort of spoken to you for a few weeks and all this has been going on. What do you make of it? Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculously disappointing to watch from um, from from where I am. I mean, obviously, I don't go very often because, yeah, I work pretty hard and I only get Saturdays and Sundays to myself sort of thing. So, and, um, But, yeah, it's, I've seen um, Josh's interview, um, which is obviously upsetting. Um, the fact that the club's in this position, just it's just... It goes back a long way, do you know what I mean? I mean, we can obviously look at this season, but it goes back a lot further than that, doesn't it, really, to be honest? Um, you know, some some of the wrong people making big decisions, um, you know, and I can only relate it to, you know, where I work or, or the industry I work in now. You, you need people with passion. <clears throat> you need people who are determined. You need people with... People who strive to do the best that they can. And unfortunately, even from what Forbes touched on there straight away... The people on the pitch aren't even doing that. Who are young lads earning money? So, you know, what hope have you got when you've got players on the pitch who aren't even trying to start with? Um, you know, people who are just picking up a, a an average wage to try and run a club or work for the club. It's just, it's just so disappointing to be honest. I mean, you know, they're going to be have to go non, not um, semi pro, aren't they? They're not going to be full time anymore, surely, um, unless they get a load of young, young, young lads. Well, um, but then, how are they going to compete? I mean, it's it's just such an unknown area and territory that they're stepping into now. It's it's, it's just very sad. Yeah, Rick. Yeah. I think just very quickly. I think the process of that, it, it, Tom is dead right. I mean, the process of that of starting, you know, Boosie in goal. I think is is shaping for next year. You know, and and um, you know the the cost of the players has got to obviously be reduced because of the level of football we're going to be at. You know, and, and, and youngsters is going to be, you know, so we've got to find youngsters with desire, desire to succeed. Yeah. Now, Boosie's done really, really well. You know, there's, there's Steve's son, Alex Rutter. You've got a good chance of having two youngsters fighting for a place there. Who else is going to come in into this and play at this level of football? You know, we're going to be looking, you know, this is where, 
the academy lads that we had at the football club before, you know, they should be really in the first team now. They're not because of mismanagement. And uh, those things are really disappointing from ex-players to see because there's an opportunity there when, when, when um, Steve and Paul Wilson were running the academy, bringing through good lads, giving their recommendations, and they weren't taken up. And now you see those players with either, you know, Premier League clubs or, or like uh, championship clubs, you know, that could have been earning the football club really, really good, you know, high money. You know, possibly you know like... Just, just, just sorry to interrupt you there, Thorpe, but this is a massive gripe of mine, is that... Um, so, Miguel Frecklington, I haven't seen how he's played for Yeovil, but he was in the same Saturday side as my son. Uh, he mm. was a left winger at the time, believe it or not. Um, and he was a very, very good player. I was doing a bit of scouting, or was asked to do some scouting for Yeovil, <clears throat> me and a lad I know, from good players in and around Bristol. And I recommended probably four or five, and they didn't even look at one. Didn't look nah. at one. You know? And if I was still doing it when Miguel was 14, 15, I would have told him. I told Darren Way about Miguel uh, when he was at Plymouth um, yeah. a long time ago. I said, Daz, you've got to come up. Look at you. This is when he was 15, 16. Um, there are, some of these players are out there, and they're just not grabbed, and they're not coached correctly or looked after. You know, I know City and Rovers, obviously, from here are probably going to get the majority of the best. But, you know, it's not always the best players that make it. You know, I could argue uh, I, I wasn't necessarily the best in and around my age. Now, I think about four lads from my age who ended up becoming pros. But you can develop a lot from when you leave school at 16 to 19, 20, 21, if you develop yeah. properly. Mm -hmm. But Thorpe has touched it on it there. It's, it's about desire. And that's unfair. I'm not going back to when I was young. When... You know, we 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 played some ridiculously competitive five sides on a Friday before a game, because yeah. none of us wanted to lose. We were so competitive, um, and you, you know, I, I just, it's just dis disgraceful to be quite frank. Um, how, and it's probably not just in football. Let's be honest, it's, it's society, isn't it? A little bit, but you know, if you haven't got desire, you've got nothing. But, it, but it's, it's all very well what you're saying is, is absolutely bang on. But the problem at the moment is that, that we haven't got anybody there who either wants to make a decision or can make a decision. Because clearly Mr. Priestnell doesn't want to make any decisions. He's virtually walked away already. Um, and, and obviously the other guys, well, I mean, I, I just don't know where they, they stand in the whole sort of pecking order of things. Um, so, you know, as you say, there's players out there that we could get that, you know, might be just a job for us. But if nobody's going out there looking for them or trying to get them, what hope have we got of getting them? Yeah, well, I actually think Freckleton is, is actually, I think he found his position. I think left-hand side, centre-half, he's looking comfortable being the, being the, firm, the games in front of him. You know, he didn't look good in, you know... I haven't seen him, to be fair, but... No, he, he looked very disjointed the first couple of games uh, yeah. in midfield. And then they dropped him back to left-hand side, centre-half. And I think, he, you know, along with Josh talking to him from uh, from centre-half yeah. and, uh, you know, um, the, um, the names... I lost the name that. But, um, yeah, I, I just think that they, as a back three, they sit in quite well. And... Um, I think they found his position. I think he should stay there. I think he, he should play centre back for a good few years now. I believe. So. Yeah, with Lim and Bevan, you know, I mean, I think they, they they look good, but they've been put under too much pressure. Yeah. To, to almost like get a nil nil draw draw, and you yeah. can't, you know, it's like Tom, yeah. you can't, yeah. you know, yeah. when, when you're defending, 
You need that little, yeah. little leeway. When you're defending yeah. for 90 minutes, that's yeah, hard. Yeah. You've got one mistake and then you're done. Yeah. And that's what's been happening. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's, and, that's, uh, you've, you've got to be dangerous in a game, haven't you? But going back to what Aidy said, it's at the top, it's, it's quite frank, isn't it? It's, it's being badly run and people aren't making decisions because they haven't got the power, they don't know what they're doing or whatever the situation is. So it needs overhauling. Now, I don't really know too much, but as, so is Priestel just not around? Is he not commenting on things? Is he just no, gone quiet? Around. By all accounts, yeah. he's out of the country most of the time. So <laughs> All of those. You know. So we just That's no way, know. is it? That's no way. You can't... What's, what's... No, you can't. Mate, and you've, you've got a stark contrast. Look at Hollywood stars. You can't wait to get to Wrexham. But uh, the you thing know? that, that gets, they're at every game, gets me... On and they've got their mates in the pub. Yeah. In the local pubs. I mean... The thing that gets me, though, and I'll come to you in a second, Rick... Um, is the um, the question of South Somerset District Council. Now, I mean, we went through this last week, and I, I'll just reiterate the way I understand it, um, that Priestnell sold the whole thing, lock, stock and barrel, to South Somerset District Council, except for the actual entity of the football club, I think I'm right in saying. And for that, he's if he wants to carry on playing as a football club in, in Hewish Park, he's got to pay rent. Um, don't know how much, sort of three, four grand a month, presumably, whatever. But I think maybe the first year was was for nothing. But I don't know. If, well, not for nothing, but rent free. Um, what do you make of it, Rick? I mean, you, you you've been recently. It's, it's funny. A couple of weeks ago, we were saying things were going to hit rock bottom, and uh, we've actually gone. Looks like we're going below that. It's in free fall at the moment. Exactly. Nobody's taking, as you say, nobody's taking responsibility. Who is? If Priestnell's not in, interested in the football, who is going to take hold of the the football for the next season? And the boys are right; there are players around, but then playing for Yeovil Town in uh, the National League South, where they're going to be next year, as we've said before, they're going to be they're going to be expectations on Yeovil. They're going to be the biggest club in that if they're still going next season. And um, so you want somebody of some sort of quality. You can't just put in another team that's going to finish bottom of that that division. And somebody needs to, have, with an interest in it, needs to take hold of the football side. That's the of key, it. isn't it? Otherwise, got to... there's going to be nothing there to to work with. Heartfelt interest. Who, who's got the desire to make yeah. that happen? But, but I've heard yeah. that horrible word "administration" being floated about in in. Well, in, the in thing the is, there are, there are there is there are people out there that want to yeah, do it. Who's got the be. authority to give them the position in order to do it? Because there's there's nobody there at the moment who is. So who's going to take it forward? And who's got the authority to put that person in place? You know, it's rudderless at the moment. Well, I think in from, just from, from the little bit here, it'd be nice if the council were involved, but as a as a as a, a back chair sort of thing, because. I, you know, you don't want the counts involved in running a football team, but obviously they own the land, they own everything around it. So you'd hope that they could help uh, in some way. Um, but they haven't come out. They haven't come out and made their position clear. No. So it's like Adrian's surmising as to what their yeah. position holding is. We don't know. We know well, a lot of times. A lot of times in in business, when you hire or lease a, a building, you normally, like Adrian said, you the first year you don't pay for. Yeah. And, it's added into the years two, three, four, five, obviously. Um, yeah. But obviously, it gives you a chance to, you know, establish yourself before you have to pay too many fees. But so whether they've done something like that, but again, we're just guessing at things. Why? Why That's isn't this information? A, I mean, 
why isn't this information available to people? I mean, let's yeah. there's got you know, I don't know, thirty, forty thousand Yeovil Town fans in the area, or I think obviously all goes to the game, but there's people who, who who love the club and support the club. It's people further afield, obviously. Why isn't that information available? Yeah. Who's not giving it? They should be held accountable for this. Why can't why can't we know what's going on? And that's what, what I mean. There are resources there on the field and off the field, but somebody needs to have the authority to get everybody peeing in the same direction. Because at the moment, it's all over the place. I mean, for example, mm. who signs the checks? Well, yeah. I was about to say, who's, who, who signs who's, the who's checks? Cotton now? Who's the Jim Cotton now? Who, who pays people? Who's, who's doing that? Oh, I don't know. I've, I've not heard any rumours that the players haven't been paid. But um, it, it does beg the question, who pays the rent? You know, who's going to sign the checks? Is, is that a Martin Stark? Is this money coming that? out of a Yeovil bank? Or is it being funded every well, 23rd? They used to get paid 23rd of every month. I don't know what it is nowadays. But... Yeah, it used to be. That's right. I don't know. I, I just I just find it farcical that, that we, you know, we're faced, faced with this situation and nobody knows anything. We, we, look at us asking all Jesus. sorts of questions we've got no answers for. How ludicrous is that? It's, it's just crazy. Yeah, that's why re realistically we can't speculate until, until we get, um, you know, uh, through the grapevine, I've heard that this Friday is, is quite an important day. Yeah. Um, so uh, whether that's true or not, but um, this Friday apparently... You know, we've heard it all before, but apparently this Friday is extremely important. But it's every um, Friday, Yeah, I know, but you know, from from what I've actually heard, this this week is for for a number of reasons, which I don't want to go into because it's only speculation. Yeah. But yeah. if it does happen, then then it, you know, this this Friday is is quite point, a poignant time for the football club, and uh, you know, uh, we, we, when does that you mean they won't about... possibly may not fulfil their fixture Saturday, Dan? Uh, no, I, I don't. Well, unless the players decide that they won't yeah. put it like that. But then that, you know, you, you, I remember a long, long time ago uh, there there was a there was a chance that we might not actually fulfil an FA Cup game because of uh, some wranglings between the, the players and the board. But that got sorted before the game, thankfully. But um, but it, it you know it's um, that the, the players can only decide that, can't they? Like whether they decide to play or not. But hopefully they're they're sensible. And um, but I think they've been quite sensible right right from the word go. Again, like, like um, obviously full time contracted players get paid till the thirtieth of June. Mm, yeah. Um, or will they? Well, who this knows? Is what I mean, those whose contracts yeah. are up on the first yeah. of July. Um, you know what desire? Oh, you know, but there's there's there's, there's big. Um, parts of the uh, rules and regulations that the fact that if you don't play players or if you don't if you go into administration then the, the club gets hit with with minus points and, yeah. and they're huge yeah. points so you know I don't want to start we, we don't want to start next year already on a deficit yeah. trying to survive like Derby were going to and trying to survive in, in, in a league and then being struggling like Weymouth are doing who are possibly going to you know go down again yeah. You know, we don't we don't need that. This this club is bigger than that, and um, you know it's, it's horrendous. Well, it's bigger, than, it's bigger than where it is now. It should be. Well, it is. It, it, exactly, exactly. But you know, because of the the oh, it, listen, it's it's down to the owners and and the people who are trying to take over. The reason why this football club is in the state is in is mismanagement. It's as simple as that. You know, and that all fil that filters down into the players and everything else. You know, and um, they they need to to, to really. You know, we've talked about open transparency. Like there is nothing at all coming back, so nobody knows That's what the hell is going on. Yeah. 
And it's, it's not acceptable. You're right, Tom. It's absolutely not acceptable. You know, listen, playing football manager on a, on a, on a screen in front of you and trying to be, you know, running a football club is totally damn different to when you've actually got it right in there on your lap and you're trying to do it as a professional organisation. And this has been far, far from professional. And, uh, you know, it's, it's getting really quite out of hand how bad it's getting. And it needs to be sorted out because otherwise we're going to lose. We lose the club. And they'll, next thing you know, they'll be playing Western League football and trying to start up again. And, and that's not where it needs to be. But when you look at it, if you go back a few cogs, I mean, first of all, we had John Fry, right? They and Norman Hayward, they... They tried to sell it and nearly sold it to this American guy, if you remember. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he bought um, Wickham in the end, didn't he? Wickham Wanderers. Um, mm. So that, that fell short. Then Mr. Priestnell rolled up uh, into the, to the situation. Um, Rumour has it that it only cost him a pound. Uh, I don't know how true that is, but uh, that's what I was told. And that came from a fairly reliable source. Obviously, he had to pick up the debts, I presume, but nonetheless... But then, then we had um, we had this chap uh, Jenkins. He was going to buy it. Then an E faded away, and now we've got SU. I mean, what what is it that every time there's a potential buyer, something seems to crop up and they can't well, buy it? Let's be fair. I mean, I again, I'm, I can't state too much factually because I I don't really know. But the way Mr. Priestnell is being in terms of his communication. How can you do a deal? How can you get a deal over the line with someone who's who yeah. seems like you can't even get get hold of, or speak to, or answers from, or doesn't speak publicly about information that should be available to people? I mean, well, it's, it's I don't makes, know. I don't know. It's it's wonder what, what sort of trips he's got with? Yeah. At what at what point is running the football club into the ground a benefit to him? I I, yeah. I don't, you know. I know that sometimes business people, you know, uh, buy businesses to fragment them. Uh, I don't, I don't, it, but there isn't anything left, is there? No, but it, I, I don't get it. I don't really don't get it, and I don't get and if the he reason has, why. If he hasn't got genuinely hasn't got time for it for whatever reasons, then you need to put someone who is and who can. Mm. Well, he's got time yeah. for the land, doesn't he? Because he's got the buyback that he can buy back the land for. Presumably, what he sold it for, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of that sort. But of then thing. again, you think presumably exactly. nobody actually knows anything. No. no. All right, you might argue that's, it's none of our business, but it didn't. Our business. If the club was being run efficiently, well, <clears> then you could say it's none of your business and everything's going fine. So what's your right? problem? But it's not yeah. going fine. But but let's have some common decency along the way as well. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. just about business. It's have some common decency. This this isn't. A, a two-man band operation of a blooming carpentry company or, or a shop. This no. is Yeovil Town Football Club for the community. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people involved in this. Yeah. Hearts mm. and souls, lives, career, lives and life. generations of people have gone into this. Well, have some common decency and speak to people. Yeah, I mean, there was 4,000 odd people there on Saturday. Now, all right, that might be because the ch tickets are down to a tenner or whatever, but it just shows you that the interest is there. If you've got 4,000 people there for a game that meant moving. nothing... Yeah. I mean, you know, that that sort of says something, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's just very, very worrying, really. And, you know, hopefully we will we will hear something on Friday then, Thorpey, from, from what you're saying. I, I just hope it's some, well, some good news. Again, it's only, it's only uh, you know, 
rumours, but you know the, the rumours are from somebody quite prominent. Well, right, the thing so. is, rumours have all we got because there's yeah. there's no information coming through rumors, from anybody. Rumours better than guesswork. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, certainly is. But there we go. Anyway, shall we shall we move on to the uh You lighten the mood and talk about Spurs. Yeah, well why not? <laughs> They've just sacked, sacked their interim manager. Uh, oh he's doing well. Apparently, yeah, he is. Uh but anyway, he's gone now, so uh Ryan Mason's in charge now. But I mean uh what was it Fergie always used to say, Rick? It's only Spurs. Yeah, it? But it's I mean Spurs. What a shambles they were on Sunday. Dear, oh dear. I mean, what do you make of it, Tom? Well, I'll be honest, I had my hands in the washing up bowl in the kitchen. I came in uh, thinking I'd get the start of the game and 3 0 down. I believe it. No. In fairness, you know, I'll be honest, obviously I did fancy Newcastle at home, but I mean, that is, again, it's effort, it's desire, it's just embarrassing, isn't it? I mean, you know, you know Newcastle are a good side, you know they're good at home, and you perform like that. I mean, Jesus. Just... And also, also, Newcastle had their pants pulled down the week before, hadn't they? Oh, yeah, so they really, were, yeah. They were planned again. I mean, I watch there. Villa quite a lot because my, my partner's a Villa fan and I've watched them five times this season and we're going to watch them against Tottenham, funny enough, in a couple of weeks' time. So, Villa are, you know, they're performing <laughs> quite well. They're a good possessor side. They sit quite deep. They keep, they entice you to come and shut them down and try and break you down. So, they're, I wasn't overly surprised by them beating Newcastle. I, I was by how comfortable it was, but... Um, yeah, I don't think you can judge Newcastle too harshly on that because obviously, you know, they made Man out look pretty poor um, not too too long ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, that Spurs team, I mean, you know, 50 million, was it 70 million pounds, Richarlison sat on a bench. Mm. I mean, Son is disappointed this season. I don't know what's going on. I mean, How would you feel if you were Richarlison and you couldn't get in that team? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Skip, Oliver Skip. I mean, players like this, you look at me, you think, oh, what? Yeah, but Tom, you say that I went to go and watch them play against uh, Brighton, and Brighton were the better side. But the best player on the park yeah. for, for Spurs was Skip. Was it? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and not be funny, by an absolute country mile. Wow. You know, you, you know, you, you had the forwards dropping like almost into the midfield. I mean, there was just no organisation. I could have told you now, right from the word go, that they're vulnerable on the far post, and that's where they yeah. scored their goal from. And they well, were think, actually uh, warned twice. Name me a Premier League team that aren't at the moment vulnerable to yeah, any. Yeah, exactly, of exactly. You know, but then the keeper was appalling on that day. I but thought his, his, his distribution, Lloris, absolutely, yeah. distribution was poor. He keeps on wanting to play it straight down the middle when there's two players really charging in on the centre half. Um, and and, I, and I'm not surprised that they they capitulated. Um, that rings you know, a bell. Uh, on... Played it to a centre half with two players all around him. Yeah. Well, nah. yeah, but Harry, Harry, <laughs> Harry Maguire like as well. Like, you know, it's you just. I mean, centre halves are not playmakers. I mean, God, if I got that, they they've gone absolutely mental. I mean, and again, there's a difference between being a centre back with your face facing your own goal because yeah. they're not the fastest to turn with about the ball, let alone with the ball, but. You know, playing with the whole game in front of you. I mean, anyone, you can chip a ball into someone, you can strike a ball in the channel, you can chip it to the winger. But yeah, when you're being asked to turn with free round, you, I mean, to be fair, I don't think I'd be very comfortable doing that. No, exactly. Well, you know, and Lloris uh, has been poor. And you, if you have a look at the goals against Newcastle, I mean, you know, he's he's at fault for a, for a, for a few of them, like, you know. And um, do you think the um, the injury went off at half time as he had a bad yeah. back picking the ball up? Yeah. Mm. It's, it, 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 it does sound a little bit debatable, doesn't it? Yeah. 
You know, when you actually see the two keepers... I wouldn't have fancied coming out either. No, but when you see the two keepers, to be fair, Force has been far, far better by country mile. You know, and I'd stick him in next year and give him a go because I think he's commanded. He commands his area well. You know, he's a good shot stop for a big man. He gets down well. But on the plus side, it's good for Man United with the top four, so... Yeah, it's going to be interesting that game on Thursday. On I'm not side. sure. I don't know oh, what to expect on up. Thursday. You know, you, 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 so are you going to get a, a, another poor performance from Spurs, or at are least, they going to pull the might, finger out? We're used to not having much of a rest between games, Man United. So, hmm. it's a good thing we got going for us in that game. Oh. Well, the question is, like I say, are Spurs going to pull themselves together? Is Ryan Mason going to get a tune out of them or not? That's probably the point, isn't it? Um, and he's not stupid. Well, we all, we, all, we all said before, didn't we, that we could, could not understand the decision of keeping his number two when it's exactly the same process mm. because he's the coach anyway. So he's not going to change his, his ways. So you, you, had, you really again, didn't gain anything. You think they'd have had that conversation to say, like, if, if we give you the, the rings, what are you going to do? You know? Well, yeah. And if he says, well, pretty much the same as we've been doing, you'd be like, mm, there's a door then, mate. But, yeah. but how often does yeah, I mean, that happen? How often do you find that, that they sack a manager, whoever they are, and then his assistant takes over? So, by the same token, you're going to get the same sort of approach, aren't you? You'd think so. Majority, yeah. You know, I don't know. But um, I mean, uh, the first thing I'd do if I was Ryan Mason is, is completely change it. <laughs> completely change it. Yeah, you've got to. Mm. Do, you know, do, do what's right, what you believe in, you know, whether yeah. that's the information, the players that you have trust in. You know, go with what you think is going to work, mm. not anything else. Yeah, and 100%. have a go. Have a go because Spurs have a know, go. Spurs are, yeah, Spurs are a decent. Generally, talking over the years, and Spurs are a decent football inside. They're attractive mm. or have been attractive on the eye to watch. Generally speaking, yeah. So go back to that, and if you lose four one, four two, but trying and looking decent, it's a start. Yeah, I believe. And he's done the job before, Ryan Mason, all right? You know, not yeah, for that well. long, but he didn't he do well. too bad, did he, before, from what I can remember? Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's a bit of a turn-up. I mean, I think 35 minutes I switched over to it, and it was 5-0. <laughs> I mean, how often do you get that? I mean, it's just unbelievable. 5-0. Yeah. But, uh, still. The two teams in the top five, I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? Mm. The question is, of course, so, you know, where does that affect Harry Kane in our... Man United going to buy Harry Kane, or I don't know. What 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 do you think about that, Paul? Harry, I mean, do, do you think? I I certainly think if he wants to win trophies, he's got to make a move. You know, uh, there's talk about there was talk about uh, Real Madrid coming in for him, and um, but I where I just think he needs to move. I, I know. Listen, if you want to stick around for like uh, records, then stay there. But if you want trophies, he's got to move. He's got to he's got to move to somewhere. Where he can actually, you know, still be a kingpin. I mean, he's a fantastic goal scorer, isn't he? Well, he you know, is, he, but he's he, getting. Do you not think he's reaching the point where it's it's going to be downhill from this point onwards? Yeah, he's probably got another two seasons, I reckon, before that happens. I think. Uh, you know, I don't know what the rest think, but I think he's got a good two seasons before that. That's that sort of downward trend happens, or whether he actually stays in this level, then drops across to, to Europe for a slower pace game. Um, but I, I just think that he, you know, if he wants to win something, then he he definitely one hundred percent needs to leave leave um, Tottenham. But also for for Spurs, like you got to remember, 
he's a he's a commodity at the moment, and that commodity is worth quite a lot of money. Mm. So, and, and you could by selling him as well, you know, you can actually rebuild the squad to a certain degree, and um, with the money you get from from Harry Kane. Well, it's a difficult situation because he's got one year left on his contract. Mm. Le Levy will want top dollar for him. Who's going to yeah. pay? Kane himself is desperate to break Alan Shearer's Premier League record, so he's not going to want to move abroad just yet. Who within the English game is going to be prepared to meet the price that Daniel Levy wants for him? Yeah. And he won't want them to move away for nothing at the end of his contract. Yeah. So he's caught between the devil and the deep blue sea. I, well, she... listen, what you've got to look for, Harry Kane, you want delivery. You want people to create chances for you. Now, one team, obviously, is Manchester United because they are desperate for a goal scorer. But they've and been, he, been, he been fits burned the bill. by Levy before. I don't think they'll deal with him. Well, he fits all the bill for Man United. You know, could he then could he then go to somewhere like Newcastle? Possibly. That's not a bad because they do create chances. You know, they're trying to rebuild their squad. They've got money. I think if you're Harry burn. Kane and you're trying to win stuff, I don't think you go to Newcastle, to be honest. I know they've done I, all right this season. I, 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 I got that. I agree. That, I think um, to still, me, I think to they're me, still it, working development, really. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I, but to me, uh, yeah. it, it's got Man United written all over it because, you know, you see a plus from both sides. You see a plus because... He could win trophies at Man United, you know, um, and and also uh, he'd sell shirts. He'd sell shirts for he'd, yeah, certain, absolutely. King. So King so ben, it benefits on the FIFA. commercial side as well, doesn't it, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's twenty nine, isn't he? He's he's. Yeah. I think you've still he's still got a good because he does come deep and he can get involved in the play a bit more than he probably did three or four years ago. So, mm. you know, it's one of those, it's it's a shame he's not 26 because then you'd be all over him. Um, so 29, you know, he's going to be all right for, like you said, two, maybe three seasons. Yeah. Um, but what else is out there? That's the thing, isn't it? Who else, who else can you go for? Well, I can't really think of... 130 million for this guy Napoli. at um, Napoli. Oshimene, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they're talking 130... Well, no, we're not. We're talking about anything. Personally, I would be surprised... As much as I agree with Thorpey that right at this moment he's a good fit for United, I would be surprised if he ended up there. I think for the money involved, there are better alternatives for for the for the for United moving forward. So I'd be surprised. And like I said, I can't. Other than Newcastle, I don't think there's another club in England that would want him or could afford him. Yeah, but I can't when, see. When you, when you go when to Chelsea, Newcastle with that Chelsea, East there? Or oh, Chelsea, or oh, what a move that would be! Chelsea got be dying for him. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. But when you ever look at point. the likes of, say, like Lewandowski moving to Barcelona at the age, you know, and he's thirty-four. I mean, if you if you if you keep looking after yourself, which a lot of these players do nowadays. I mean, the biggest problem with with um with him is is that with Kane, is is he's his ankle. He's had plenty of ankle injuries. Isn't he? He's looked after that in the last two years. It's not been as big a problem as no. it was prior to that, was it? Every season I just think... he would be out for a while with his ankles, but he hasn't the last couple. Hmm. Yeah. It would certainly be interesting to see where, what it does, but I, I certainly think he needs to move. Uh, this, you yeah. know, when, you, when you saw his face, yeah. you know, when he's walking back, uh, walking off at half-time, I mean, he, he looked like thunder. He was well hacked off. Yeah, in fairness, he, that... he's, he's world-class, isn't he? There's no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. He yeah, is world-class. What a finisher. And, and they're not. Tottenham are not. And they haven't got many players that are, so... He, you're 100% right. He has to leave Tottenham. Yeah. He has to. 
But you, you talk about people leaving Tottenham. I mean, it does beg the question, um, what about Daniel Levy? You know, how, how does he sort of hang on in there? Because presumably he's earning an absolute fortune. Um, but, I mean, things aren't going that well, are they? I mean, all right, he did a good job on getting the stadium built, and it's very good, and we're all impressed. And I guess we'd all like a stadium like that. But, but you know, what else has he done? It's a tricky one because, like, listen to the radio today, and, you know, he's brought, he's brought Mourinho in, he's brought Conte in. You'd hope that, you know... One of them would have done a good job for you. Do you know what I mean? If you're bringing, you're talking about top class managers, and you know, I think they would be high on a lot of people's lists that you would have potentially wanted. Not but saying it's right. If you want instant success, those yeah. are the two. Those are two. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's not worked for either of them. Now, obviously, Conti will say he wasn't given the money, but I suppose keeping Kane and Byron Richardson. You know, they brought in that Pedro Poro and a few others. I mean, the right backs they've bought in the last few years, they've bought like four. I mean, they've bought left backs and just let them go on like that. Such a regular, regular, he's decent. The left back that they, okay. they let go, they, they got Sessignon, they got Matt Doherty, they got Spence, they got his Pedro Poro. I mean, how do you, you bought, you bought three right backs? Mm. I mean, you know, what's going on? So, that's, I suppose that's got a fall on Levy because he's in charge of some of the. You know, he's pulling the purse strings and he's, he's letting people buy some of these players. But, you know, can you, you know, move some out? It just seems a bit backwards that they're, you know, they've got a manager in, but they're signing players and players and players in certain positions. And, well, you know, they're that, back to that, four. Tom, that tells me that the, the recruitment uh, is wrong. Yeah. So if the recruitment is wrong, then you then, then you need to re, re-juggle that. He's, he's authorising those, though, isn't he? I know he might not be choosing the players, but he's authorising the money for those players. Somebody's making the decision because they brought Spence in over the summer and he never got looking. No. He, he, he made a lot of money player to last year too, didn't he? But yeah, yeah. He was <clears> great <throat> in the Champions Pit and had everything going for him and then Spurs signed him and you've not seen him since. Yeah. He's out alone, isn't he? He's alone abroad, isn't he? Yeah, 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 he is. Straight away, Conte didn't want interested. But I mean, a lot of the signings, presumably down at this bloke, that's already been given the boot. This what? What was he? Director of football or whatever? Yeah. You know. So I mean, maybe I don't know. But moving on from Spurs, we we can't ignore a certain team that plays in red. Um, I must admit, I went into the game uh, not feeling overconfident because, without doubt, Brighton knock it about a bit, and I thought they put us under a lot of pressure. And played well, but at the same time, I thought once once United has settled down after the first twenty twenty five minutes, then I thought, yeah, we're, we're we're in a reasonable chance of winning this game. Didn't like it going to penalties. That's nerve wracking in itself. But um, what did you boys make of it? I presume you watched it. I caught the end of it. I was um, busy. I was on my way back from from Exmoor, and I, I think I uh, I saw the best of it. Mm. But it was just just nice for United. First time United have won a tie on penalties since 2019, so that was nice. Yeah, but uh, did you also good notice as well? To be fair, they oh. were all yeah, I mean, really good. Tolly Morris has won every game. single penalty right up until yeah. Tolly Morris put that good, one over the bar. Good standard of penalties. You can yeah. see um, De Gea had his his notes in his towel. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's a good job because when we played against, who was it? Um, well, that was Seville, wasn't it? In in the final, when he didn't he didn't save one. He hadn't saved one this time either. No, I know. But but last time worry. he was given the list, and he didn't look at the list, did he? 
Last yeah. time he just he just went and sod it. I know better than you lot, and, and every one of them went. I don't out. think he had anything written down on that uh, paper. I yeah. mean, he was just you was just taking the Mickey then, do you? Yeah, just yeah. making it look like he had stuff written down. Well, I sat well, that's there. The most, in, the most ineffective I've seen Brighton look whether Ten Hag nullified everything in midfield and 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 stopped their midfield playing with uh, the way United sets up, but. That was the most ineffective I've seen, Brighton. But in fairness, do you know what? I'm sure you've seen it. But on the on the build up to the game, they said they they've got the big uh, the most expected goals in Europe for for their games this season. Above Man City, they got most expected goals two point four. Yeah. So you're right just to 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 reduce them to. I mean, they had a couple of snappy chances and a free kick, obviously, but there wasn't many of I mean, Welbeck's header. But there weren't many clear clear cut chances that they yeah. had. So you're right. Maynard obviously set up in a way. That was good enough. Bear in mind, you know, they have one sort of first choice centre back. I think it's quite positive that you've taken because Brighton are without doubt a good team at the moment. Well, after, I mean, after last Thursday, I really exactly was, was yeah. uh, in the worst from this one. Yeah, mm. yeah, hundred percent. And to, you know, to play it was only three was it three days? I suppose it was, wasn't it? Three days to to you know they they didn't yeah. look as though they were tired particularly. I thought they 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 lasted the course yeah, pretty well, but. I, I mean, I said to my missus, I said, you watch, um, uh, Jaden Sancho, I thought, was a, a potential to not score. And I thought, well, Weghorst was certainly bloody not score because bad luck follows him around. And to be fair, I mean, they, they put him away with aplomb. Well, both, the, both the boys that missed for England answered a few critics and took their penalties exactly the same way they did for England and uh, scored on both Rashford and Sancho. So that answered a few. Yeah. And I thought Lindelof's penalty was brilliant. They put it right That's in the top corner. It was a brilliant one, you know, really. But yeah. um, so the question is, can we beat City? I mean, yeah, we can. It's it's, it's unlikely. I bet the betting will be sort of, I don't know, seven or four on Man City. Probably a bit more than that. Afraid of one. You got the team winning the treble in the past, haven't they? Nineteen seventy. Yeah, mm, but in Liverpool. fairness, if Man United turn up, I mean, if they're fresh, which they probably will be by the 3rd of June. Depending Not until June, is it? Yeah. 3rd of June, yeah. So hopefully by then they'll have had a bit of chance to rest. They'll be fresh. Um, the only thing, again, for Man United is, and we touched on it with Harry King, is we don't, we haven't got a, a proper goal scoring strike. I know Rashford is scoring, don't get me wrong, but he's not your old-fashioned hold the ball up, put people under pressure, put yourself about type of striker, which we... Made it desperately need desperately desperate. I mean, you're watching Martial. Oh, don't even mention his yeah, name in my from. room. Oh. oh, Jesus! I just he just in it, me up. I think he's a yeah. disgrace. I don't know how he can pick up his check every week. I really don't. Well, they don't get paid in checks anymore, Harry. It's transfer uh, bank. Bank transfer, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, mate. <laughs> but no, I mean, I just, I just can't believe that he does. You know, I just, just looks rubbish. I think he just, he's, he's a bottler. You know. Um, and try enough again. I know to not to that degree, but he just don't put himself about. I mean, no. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. Like the last before the game at the weekend, I think the three games before, he hasn't even had a shot. No. He hasn't had a shot on target in three games. You're centre forward for Man United, and you haven't had a shot on target. It's a, it's, it's a, a bit, um, yeah. it's a bit disappointing three at games. the moment. It's a, what's disappointed me the most is 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 that. Mr. Thorpe's gone very, very quiet when he's got an opportunity to praise United to the skies. I was looking now, forward to that. I've got to be honest with you, I was really interested. I've got three Manchester United uh, fans in front yeah, of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, do you know what I mean? I, I, so I'm just really interested listening. I, I thought tactically, I thought it was spot on. 
I thought the penalties were absolutely amazing. And um, but what's really interesting is is that it, the, the, the cup final is quite late this year, isn't it? Yeah, very late. You know, so you've got the European. If if City get through the European Cup final, um, you know they could come out of that with with a win or a loss, whichever way it goes. You know, and um, I think the timing uh, of the actual um, uh, the, the FA Cup final is, is quite interesting. But so I thought again, again, and he's frozen at the he's crucial fine. point. Yeah, but the, temp- the Champions League final is the tenth of June, which is the week after. The week after, yeah. Well, week that after that might final. help us a bit then. But yes. then again, you see, United have done the treble, but City will be the if they do manage to do it. Uh, although they'll be the second English team to do the treble, they're the first to do it with over a hundred financial charges against them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I, I was saying to my saying to my son that I think that would probably rank their version of the treble alongside Liverpool's uh, COVID title. They mm. should both have asterisks next yeah. to it because yeah. they weren't done under normal conditions. Should but, I mean, it happen? I, I personally, I, I, I still think Real Madrid are going to beat them. I, I, I don't I miss... do. Real Madrid do the European Cup, don't they? That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. So I, I, I would certainly be having a bet on Real Madrid, I think, if I was going to put I some think money on. I think you, you've got to be a fool to bet against Man City watching them. When you watch them, I know they've they have lost games, but you know when you watch them, you gotta be. They are something else to watch. I mean, I'm a main fan, but they are something else to watch. Yeah, they no. really are. I can't argue with that, but at the same time, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's it's becoming a complex now. They, you know, it's, they've got to win the European Cup, and and yeah. you know they haven't won it, and they've had so many chances, and you know maybe they haven't had so many chances with Haaland, and now he's there. Um, I, I don't know. It's a strange one, but um, but Eric's already he's come out today and he said that he's to the United fans that it's his mission now to yeah. preserve the treble. So uh, he'll be on the case. So moving on, um, are Arsenal bottling it? Who wants to take that, Thorpey? Well, you you'd, you'd never see that result coming. I mean, I was I was shocked. Um, you know, Southampton were good for it as well. Yeah, <laughs> they won. They won performance of the year, um, and it, it messes. Uh, yeah, are they bottling it? Well, the pressure's certainly telling now, and uh, it really is only one thing for Arsenal to do, and they've got to go to our, to to the Etihad, and they've got to win. Simple as that, because you just can't see. You know, even with all the games that Man City have got, you know, we've constantly talked to reason why they've got such a big squad. It's so they can handle these games and they can rotate. You know, I actually think, I, I, I actually think Man City a big loss for them to Ake. I think he's been magnificent this year. Is he out? Is he? I think he's got an injury, isn't he? he got a hamstring injury. Well, so left he, the one place they were weak, wasn't it? And he yeah. has filled. Yeah, and and he's and he's really taken that area on, and I think he's been magnificent all season. And uh, you know, I wasn't sure he was going to be a Man City player, but first of now, now he's playing there, and you know, you see him week in week out, and. Um, I think he's going to be a big loss to them. So, and that that area is going to be quite vulnerable for him. So, um, it's isn't it? So, the yeah, so, Laporte, they put that Laporte. Laporte. Yeah, Laporte go there, maybe. But you know, it's a, it, it, when you've had somebody as solid as he has and um, coming up with a few goals as well, and uh, yeah, it could be magnificent. Yeah, but uh, I certainly, I certainly do think you have got a chance. You know, uh, Wembley is um, a special place and. 
FA Cup finals are, are always unpredictable no matter what. And uh, um, I've been there many a times, even when Liverpool got done by, by Wimbledon and, you know, Wigan when they beat Man City. So, they, you know, you can go right way through the history of the Just, of the just FA so Cup listeners final. know, Paul got cut off because we moved on, Paul, from the FA Cup final to Arsenal. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> You beat me to it. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. But, but going back to Arsenal, <laughs> Paul, do you do you, yeah. do you think Arsenal are bottling it or not? No, I think they're just uh, suffering with the pressure. Some of these players have not been in that situation before, and uh, you know, Man City have, you know, and uh, I just think that the, the pressure is just is telling. Can they get over the line? Mm. It's five runs in it. I mean, they missed the penalty, didn't they? Saka Saka's missed the penalty against West Ham, which was yeah. a harsh penalty, by the way. Oh, um, that's terrible. the whole thing, right? If he just scored that, they'd have won yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, no, wouldn't have drawn against Southampton. There's been that's a few ridiculous handballs recently. Um, but, by, but that could be a poignant time because, like, by missing that, put the more pressure on the Southampton game, didn't it? Like, so yeah, and that's know, what I mean. Yeah. They'd have, they'd have yeah. won on there. Three. Hundred percent. Talking of VAR, it was nice to see that the FA Cup semi-final didn't have any VAR incidents in it, um, which made a change really because I can't remember it anyway. Can you? No, don't think there was anything specific, which was which is good. I mean, I'm just because I mean that that going back to that that um, that handball that Bruno Fernandez got done for and and didn't yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, it was ridiculous absolutely one. crazy, and and it makes a mockery of the whole bloody system as far as I'm concerned. But you know, all human error. Oh, is that what they call it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was supposed to stop human error. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to Yeovil a minute, just a second. Well, not Yeovil, but uh, Torquay. Um, how ironic is it that uh, Mr Johnson is looks like he's going to be keeping us company as we go down to the next division? Um, yeah. I, you know, I mean, they've got to beat Wrexham 8-0, I think, haven't they? Or something. That's who they're playing, isn't it, next game? Or last yeah, game? Yeah, like Wrexham at home. Yeah, they've got to beat him 8-0. Wrexham so. haven't done anything lately, though, have they? No. Nah. <laughs> they're already, on the, they're already on the float to Vegas. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing, yeah. Mind you, Ryan Runners could probably play and they'd probably still be talking. That would be funny if they don shirts. Yeah, but they're not going to, you know, they're not going to lose 8-0, are they, at the end of the day? Well, I mean... You're going to stick your neck out on that one, Adrian. This is an exclusive. Well, I might, I might put a tenner on it as well, just to be, you know... If I can get someone to take the bet. Thousands of one. Thousands of one. Yeah. <laughs> Be worth it, wouldn't it? <laughs> but um yeah, so I mean moving moving back to the to the Premier League, um who's going down? I mean West Ham seem to have suddenly made a, a miraculous uh, um recovery, shall we say. They certainly out of the out of the danger zone at the minute. Um Forrester looking dodgy your mates at Leeds are looking dodgy still, Rick, aren't they? Um Oh yes. Don't look so happy about that. But, uh, you know, I mean, do you think Southampton have got a chance of pulling it round? And if so, no. who's going to be the one that takes no. their place? No, they're the ones that have that well, they gone. Got of, they got, they got Bournemouth Thursday. Mm. Yeah, 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 the South Coast one. Yeah, that's going to be a big yeah, one. Yeah, they got, they got, they got, they have got, they got, they got a mixture of games. They got, so say, easy games and horror games. They got Bournemouth at home, Newcastle away, Forest away. That's a big game. Mm. Then they got Fulham at home. Brighton and Liverpool to finish, so they they have got I would say three winnable games in there. But that but... Forest game, you look at Forest's fixtures. That the playing against Southampton is the only game they've got that is yeah. like a top top yeah. four or five side. So they're they're going to be desperate to get something. They're out of that. desperate that's for that. Yeah. And, and what about honest, Everton? 
I think Everton will get out of it. I think Deutsch will I think they will as well, yeah. I think Everton will get out of it. The ones I fear for is Leeds. Everton's well, last game is boring. It's momentum, isn't it? Mm. It's mm. momentum, and they're in such a shocking run, and they've conceded yeah. so many goals. Yeah. yeah, just lately. Well, that's a big game. These next two games, they got Leicester and then Bournemouth. Leicester came out with a win at the weekend. So yeah, Wolves against Wolves. Dean mm. Smith turned it round a little bit there. So you know, I see it's them looking tough for them. I, I think they're losing both those games. Southampton, Forest, and Leeds. I think you're right, and that's who I'd go mm. for right now. If I had to, I had to put money on anyone. Yeah. I think it's a yeah. pity that Forest go down. It's taken them so long to get back into the the Premier League, and you know Steve Cooper's not a bad manager. I wouldn't have said, but just don't seem to be working for them, does it at the moment? I I, I do. Th- I love. I think they should stick with him. You know, he, he oh, yeah. when he took over and they got promoted, they they only had yeah, six they, players they, yeah. signed on. Yeah, yeah. So and if they do get relegated, what do they need? They need a manager who can get them out of the championship. Well, yeah. they've got it. one. Yeah. He, he's a man. He's got the yeah. man. They've got the right man for the job. So they've got to stick with him. Mm. No, that's right. It's it's, uh, it's an interesting scenario. But, I mean, the mere fact that we've got another month to go yet, I mean, we're sort of talking as though it's sort of next week, but it's not, is it? And It's yeah. it's, it's, it's another month yet before the season ends, I think. I'm right. Is it, four, is it four games to go, is it? Well, it'd be, it'd be yeah, just before end of end of May, wouldn't it? Mm, about six yeah. games for most teams, isn't it? They're all, all played about uh, two, yeah, six games. games. Sorry, yeah, six yeah. games to go. Yeah, it's six a lot, games. A lot of football to be played yet. Yeah, eighteen points. Yeah, eighteen points. Yeah. yeah. No, there is a lot. You Not know. that any of them are going to pick up eighteen points, but no, no. there's eighteen to play for. Yeah. Hmm. Precisely. But are we going to get fourth place, Rick? Third. No. No, fourth, fourth, well, in the top four. Well, I, I read today, or I, 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 I saw today that uh, that Jurgen says the charge for fourth place is on. <laughs> yeah. Jurgen's living in a dream world, isn't he? But then, if they win their game in hand, they're on the same points as Spurs are not. Hmm. But then again, yeah, Spurs are a long way behind, aren't they? <laughs> I can't see that. Happening. No chance. No. No chance. What about the conference, Thorpe? Reckon they got a chance. Ironically, they might get a chance in the Conference League because United won the League Cup. That'd be ironic. That would be ironic. But uh, they, listen, they've just not been good enough this year. Simple as that. And um, it's time to rebuild. And he says he's up for the rebuild. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, a few more there, forward it? players in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was even talking about Manny possibly coming back. But um, Yeah, I, I read that. Yeah. But uh, listen, they've just been not good enough defensively. You know, Arnold's been caught too many times on that far post and um, ball watching. To me, he's not a right back. I think he's a wing back, or or maybe even a midfield player. Hasn't he player. played in midfield the last two games? Anyway, yeah. he's playing the midfield. Yeah, but um, I, I just think that um, he needs somebody behind him who can defend. Yeah, you know who that might be. I don't know, but uh, I certainly think that it needs juggling around again. So uh, let's see what he does. Would you, that, as, as a Liverpool a... supporter, would you prefer not to be in any European competition so that you can concentrate the whole season on getting back right up to the top? It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because financially, you know, <coughs> is the Conference League a, a pain in the ass? You know, and it, well, West Ham would, would one would one season it. be that that bad bad a time to actually be out of it and really press for the? And, be, and get your, your your players fresh again, but to, to to get these top players, you need to be in European football, and that's where we've 
where we've ended up really seventh. And, and Klopp it's said, just... if, if players don't want to come to Liverpool just because they're not in Europe, then he do not want them anyway. No. And, and that, 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 listen, the one, one great thing is it's one of the top clubs in the, in the world, you know, as in history as well. So that that's the draw, isn't it? Like, so would it, it's a really interesting question. I actually think it would be a good thing for them not to be in the conference, to be honest with you. Mm. You know, if you're going to go in for the Thursday night league, fair enough. But not the conference Thursday night league. I don't think that that's... Um, but, you know, I think that that's what they're going to end up doing. But well, then that... It's very not, much a Mickey Mouse me, competition, then... isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, I, if it was Adrian, me... That's what they I... said about the Europa League. And now the Europa League is actually quite a decent tournament. It's got some decent sides in it. Mm. I, don't, I don't know about you, Tom, but for me, if I was going to be in the conference league... I would then utilise that to bring on some of my yeah, definitely. more experienced younger I've, players. 100%, 100% I'm with you. I say, think uh, for, yeah. the, for the first few, for the first few, the group stage, the next yeah, stage. If, absolutely. If, and if you get through to the quarterfinals, then Brilliant. maybe take it seriously, depending yeah. on how the league's going and everything else. Yeah, 100%, I think because that's then the all of a sudden I think Liverpool would probably, do that. I think Liverpool would do that as well. Yeah, I think then you've got a sort of five or six players have already had, I mean, they're you know, young, but they've already yeah. had European experience. and yeah. um, maybe, maybe not send quite so many out on loan or, or keep a few back yeah. for that. Whatever, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And talking, absolutely. Of, talking of the Europa League, I've got to say, what an atmosphere at Seville in terms of the, uh-huh. the visual effect of, of everybody in their white shirts and their flags. What an atmosphere! All the toilet rolls, all the toilet rolls being yeah. thrown. Oh, that, I thought that was unbelievable. It really was. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, if if we had a few who were a little bit scared of it, I'm not surprised because it was pretty sort of daunting, wasn't it? Really, they definitely wanted hmm. it, didn't they? they? Definitely wanted it. Cool, I should say, I should say. But there we go. Well, listen, chaps, we've uh, reached the end of the road. So, first off, thank That's you very much for joining us. Um, let us hope by the time we meet next week that we have at last got some positive news about what's happening at Yeovil, because at the moment it's just a joke. So well, the seeds will be done and dusted, won't it? So yeah. the pathway's clear for, for decisions to be made, you think? One would hope so. So Anyway, thanks, Rick, for joining us this week. and uh, Always a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you next week. And same to you, Paul. Thank you very much for joining My us. My pleasure, absolutely. And Tom, thank you very much. Good to have you back My on. My pleasure, too. Thank Good. you very much. Enjoy Absolutely. your Absolutely. Fine. Well, thanks, boys. And uh, we'll see you again next week or whenever. Thank you very much. Bye-bye for now. Bye.